0: Hey Fletch, a podcast that will equip, coach, and lead those who lead and manage the church. Dr. David Fletcher, also known as Fletch, passion is to hone church leaders in executive roles. Fletch is a pastor for 35 years and loves the local church. He runs spastor.org and receives hundreds of thousands of visits each year and is also featured on Christianity Today's website, managingyourchurch.com. From around the globe, people tune in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Listening to this podcast as Fletch sets to answer questions submitted by you and asked by me. Tim Samuel. Hey, Fletch. I'm involved with trying to get our church's financial situation back on track and healthy again. Would any of your reports contain information on a church that has about 100 members? Also, would there be a report that suggests how many paid employees there are typically with a church that size? We have four, which is killing us, but little desire to cut any positions. Also, we live in an expensive metro area, so which report would you suggest would be best for us?
1: Churches of all size struggle with the issues that you raised in this question. I wish I could say, aha, that problem is unique to churches of 100 members. If I could boil the issue down to one phrase, it would be, we all want more than we can afford. (laughs) There's the principle, now let's look at the specifics. I think, Tim, the person identified the problem in their email. The church has four staff people and they said it right there, it's killing us. Okay, there's the problem, we probably have too many staff that we, and we can't afford them all. Let's talk about staff and benefits as a percentage of budget. National averages indicate that most churches have between 40 and 60% of their budget going to staff and benefits. Churches at 40% are generally those that are paying a mortgage. After the bank loan is paid, churches often redirect those funds to staff and the ratio rises to 60%. If this church is at 60% or more, then uh, the person with the question should be raising a red flag. There's just not enough ministry for operations, for the electric bill, for insurance, and for doing ministry. Now, national averages are just that. They're national and they're average. Uh, The person with the question, they live in an expensive part of the country. Local church and staff will have unique factors such as the age of your facility, status of needed capital repairs, maintenance issues, medical insurance, state income taxes, and housing costs. Living in an expensive metro area often requires higher salaries so that staff can afford housing. Medical insurance has risen uh, considerably in the last decade further impacting budgets. You need to weigh the national averages with the unique factors of your local church. Now how do you know if your church budget is unhealthy? You should raise a yellow or red flag when you have insufficient funds for maintaining your property. When curb appeal goes down curb appeal is really important to visitors, as are clean bathrooms. Uh, When you can't allocate sufficient funds for ministry, you may have staff, but they don't have enough money to fully empower their work. When you can't support outreach into the community in the world, you know, a generous church, even like the poor Macedonians in 2 Corinthians 8, 1 through 2, they have funds to give. You know, Paul said this, Now we make known to you brothers and sisters, the grace of God given to the churches of Macedonia that during the severe ordeal of suffering, their abundant joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in the wealth of their generosity. That's how the net Bible translates that. Another sign that your budget is in trouble is when you can't save for a new roof or a new soundboard or microphones. Does your budget have sufficient contingency funds or a saving plan for capital expenses? Another thing, a yellow flag, is when you can't invest in retirement for staff. I hear so many stories about pastors who can't afford to retire because they and their churches didn't plan for the future. When staff costs are too high, these items are the first things that are cut from a budget. Your church budget, along with the income and expense report, will give you all the hard data you need to
0: analyze these issues. Thanks for tuning in. You got a question for Fletch? Go to expasser.org. On the top of the page, hit the button Contact Fletch. He'll be sure to give you a response. And hey, your question might end up on the next podcast. Hey, Fletch. Can you point me to resources boards may use for setting up a system to evaluate the senior pastor?
1: Well, I'm going to assume that this question came from a board member. You know, I I really never know for certain. I doubt it's from a subordinate to the senior pastor. The best place to start when considering a review of any staff member is their job description. Um, Unfortunately, this may beg the question, as often staff have out-of-date job descriptions. If the job description is out of date or incomplete, then begin with a review of that document. The job description for a pastor and subsequent review is harder than it sounds. Consider some of the issues. What are we calling our senior pastor to do? Are they a manager, a leader, a CEO, a shepherd, a preacher, evangelist, hospital chaplain, and congregational chief caregiver? In those eight areas, There are many full-time jobs. Each church must carefully weigh what they expect the senior pastor to do. Then when you know what you want the senior pastor to do, you can then uh, consider how to measure that work. Some churches measure success by nickels and noses, which is people in the pews and more money in the coffers. Some churches measure success by spiritual growth and development in the congregation. Some churches measure measure success by the shepherding that happens, that people feel loved and cared for. Other churches measure success by the number of new people who have decided to follow Jesus. Working harder and harder uh, and longer is not the answer. Uh, I covered this in a Hey Fletch column about a pastor working 65 hours a week. The answer is to work smarter on agreed upon goals which are then fairly evaluated. So the first thing is for the board to review itself. Have we, as a board, given clear direction to the senior pastor? Then, have we held him accountable for that agreed upon role? If the job description's current and well represents the role, then evaluate the senior pastor based on that. You can find some review forms on ex-pastor for senior leadership from Mountain Springs Church Just do a search on ex-pastor for Mountain Springs Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado. They were gracious enough to share those with us. These give another picture of talking with staff about personal and spiritual issues, as well as work performance. We also have two class sessions on reviews in ex-pastor's online course, Operations 101. Dan Ryland leads, leads class 11 and Paul Utenidge in class five. So start with the job description, Get some agreed-upon uh, measurements, and then you can measure what
0: the person is really doing. From around the globe, you tuned in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Hey, don't forget, submit your question on expastor.org Your question will get a personal reply from Fletch, so email us. A question by visiting AskPastor.org.